0: Welcome to the Investor Mail Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a special guest today, Leanne Nicholson, and she shares her journey on how she purchased single family dwellings. Now, just like many of us, Leanne didn't have the time at first to get started into real estate investing, but then something happened and made her decide to change your life and get into real estate investing. So stay tuned for this episode to learn all about Leanne's journey. So welcome Leanne to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Leanne is a real estate investor and has a great journey and will be sharing that with us today. Leanne, you were telling me earlier, this is your first podcast. So fantastic for you for getting out of your comfort zone. Are you a little nervous?
1: A little bit. Yes, (laughs) a little bit.
0: I remember my first podcast and I was very, very nervous. So congratulations for getting outside of your comfort zone and for joining um, me and my listeners today so they can learn about your journey. So on that note, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me about your journey, Leanne.
1: Sure. So um, about five years ago, my husband and I, uh, well, my husband decided he wanted to diversify. So uh, we are in our nine to five jobs. We enjoy our nine to five jobs. Uh, we have we had different career changes along the way, and but we enjoy our time away too as well. And uh, we both have business financial backgrounds. And he said, "Why don't we diversify again?" And I said, "How?" And he said, "Rental rental properties." I think that's what we need to do. And I said, "Where are we going to find the time? We have no time to do this." <laughs> Right, we family, we have our, you know, leisure life that we want to do. We have, and how are we going to manage properties and all this, you know, commotion that we already have in our lives? Um, so he, he bugged me on and off and I kept saying, no time, no time. And then in 2017, I did a career change again um, on my choice and I thought it was going to, and it did better me in different ways. Right. Um, but in January of 20, 2017, I uh, moved companies, so I moved into a different sector and I thought this was going to build on my skill set that I already had. Um, By the summertime, I had a really bad feeling in my gut that um, something was going wrong. And then it started stressing me to say, you know what, what are we going to do without my wage? And not that we couldn't live off of not having my wage, but it's not comfortable.
0: Right, and right.
1: we couldn't do all those leisure things that we wanted to do, and you know the the pastime that we do. So um, I said to my husband again, "Let's do real estate." And I said, "Okay, let's try it. Let's do it." And so um, by the fall, we had actually we went out one time, <laughs> and we found a real estate agent who has also had rental properties himself. And I said, "Set us up with stuff in." you know, 100, under a hundred thousand dollars and then under 200,000 and under 300,000. And let me see what we get. Like, I don't have no clue on what this real estate business is about. So we went out one day and he did that. We had four or five different properties And the last property, I thought, oh, my gosh, this last one better be good because this is not selling me at all. (laughs) Right, (laughs) looking at those properties. Yeah, and the last one was a fourplex, and I actually could envision myself living in that fourplex. And then I said, you know what, this might be okay. Oh, good. And and we did it, and uh, that was our first um, experience, and it was a good experience. We had good tenants. Um, We did improvements on the building. Uh, we've seen appreciation on it now, which is great. And, um, but at that point, we said, okay, this is great. We have some extra income coming in, it's making us more comfortable, but how are we getting
0: a second property right right. and before we get to that second property I want to talk about what you mentioned you had your your gut was telling you something because that's something Mm. I don't know I I don't know if it's a woman thing but I know that (laughs) I had experienced that same feeling for the gut so was it your you know your gut saying that my job may not be there was it your gut thinking I don't want to do this anymore so kind of which direction was it for you
1: So it was the gut that my job wasn't going to be there. And sure enough, we purchased the property. Um, We finally got ownership of it in October of 2017. At the end of November of 2017, pretty much one month later, I lost my job. Wow, um, to, to the economy. Yeah, the so, power of
0: following your gut yeah. <laughs> is so powerful and sometimes underestimated. No, wow.
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I remember as well when I when I used to work and I had a gut feeling that I kn- knew I didn't want to do this forever, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew that I someday would change, you know, jobs or, or work, on, have my own business. But I thought that was going to be years. Yeah, and uh, and then when we had the car crash in 2018. Everything changed it became yeah. immediate it became urgent for me that I had to quit my had to quit my full-time job so having that gut knowing yeah. you know <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize how quickly it would arrive, but following our gut so so good for you for for going um listening to your gut and, and taking yeah. action despite the time now how did you do that? so you followed your gut you created mm-hmm. you found the time so how did you do this You're you're working, you're busy you' your your mom how were you able to? get that first property despite not having any extra time or time is something we often struggle with. So how, how did you do that?
1: So it was then looking at how do we manage our time better? So we knew we could carve out time in our days that had to focus on the property. Um, we're quite fortunate um, in getting our first property. We have, it, it's a fourplex and three of our rentals, three of our units are older retired people in there. Um, so they, they act kind of as the self-appointed property managers, which we're okay with. <laughs> <laughs> and it really assists with us, um, learning and getting our feet wet and how to manage these properties and the time that it's going to take. Um, we understand that, uh, we do get phone calls at different times on the weekends or, you know, whenever to say, Hey, we have something that's broke or, you know whatever and we have to deal with that but it's something that now we're seeing that it's our legacy it's our children's legacy and that's the motion we want we want to have control over our financial future we want to have control over our lives and not have somebody else dictate if we have a job today or if we don't have a job today so and that's
0: huge and and i hear you with the phone calls and all that because often that happens when you're starting off your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Sometimes people hire a property management company right away. We were we did the same as you and we were doing everything ourselves. And, and it kind of became our a little bit of our lives. And I found that it was almost a gift for my children to be able to see that, hey, I now I was able to quit my job because I was doing those little things. I kind of sacrificed a little bit or I involved them in it. And they got to see and appreciate our, our living as well, right? Our yeah. living standard. <laughs> and, and they'll walk into different apartments and they'll say, why would somebody live in such a yeah. <laughs> and they get to appreciate um, you know, what you do have. So you can actually make it a, a true win-win and a learning opportunity as opposed to feeling that you're, because uh, as moms, we often feel guilty <laughs> um, <laughs> or as parents, right? But I think it it, it certainly became a, a positive thing. So so that's fantastic. So we got your first property and then you decided that you wanted to to maybe get a second one.
1: We did. We wanted to get a second one, but then we, we came into roadblocks that, well, we had seen ourselves in roadblocks. Now what we know now, we could have overcame those roadblocks a whole lot quicker than what we ended up doing. Um, but now in January of 2018, I just started a new position. So when the mortgage broker says to you, well, can you get a letter from your employer to sh- you know, as part of your credit? Um, I, I had one, but I didn't have any stability in it. So it's like, well, what are we going to do? We can't buy another property on on one income when they're only gonna see one income. So that became really hard on us. And then the other token was, um, where are we gonna get another down payment?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs)
1: So, and that's where we kind of stalled out and said, I guess we have to wait. We have to wait for enough equity in our now new fourplex. So in a year or two or um, whatever, then we can pull from there again and then start our journey again um luckily (laughs) we ended up um hooking up with you guys and getting (laughs) onto your mentorship Um, and that's where mike's um really started looking to say hey how there's got to be different ways out there how can we do it and he started watching um mike my husband um started watching your free podcast and started really getting intrigued on there are different ways out there what can we do and uh, we signed on with you guys, and then we brought. We ended up buying uh, two more properties after that.
0: Fantastic!
1: Wow, yeah, wow! In the midst of COVID, so that was good. <laughs> wow,
0: wow! What's the time frame that you purchased the last two okay, properties? Okay.
1: Sure. Um, so last, so April of 2020, uh, nice. we purchased the one, and then July of 2020, we purchased the second. So we were very close together.
0: Wow. Um, so you got yeah. through the roadblock because that's a big one for our listeners. I, I, I speak with a lot of people and that's a common roadblock is that I don't have any money or my job or the a security, but mm-hmm. you were able, despite, because the one income and despite yeah. not having that extra money at this time in, in equity and the other property to pull out, you were still able to buy two additional properties. How many, yeah. were they single dwellings or were they multifamily?
1: So these ones are single dwellings. We started um, really looking at your cash matrix. We started really understanding that piece of it. I mean, we were fortunate when we bought our fourplex that it did cash flow. Good. <laughs> yes, it realize, should always cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realize that we made good decisions there, but... <laughs> but
0: you did, so excellent. We did. Good. Good. Um,
1: so we started looking at saying, okay, well, single dwelling homes, we can get them at this price in the Sioux. And, and I'm in Sioux St. Marie, Ontario. And we looked at saying, what's our vacancy rate? And what are, and we started looking at um, uh, the Facebook feeds and everything that people looking for rental units and what are they looking for and who's advertising. And we ended up looking to say single dwelling homes are getting a very good rent right now. um, And there's none on the market for renters and the occupancy rate in our area is high so why aren't we jumping on this? <laughs> this I, love
0: kinda, I love that. I love that you kind of researched and you jumped on the opportunity that presented itself based on your market. So that's yep. that's that's very brilliant. That's great.
1: So, that's great. yeah. So we ended up uh, looking at single family dwellings um, and then we got into another roadblock. So we ended up um, using other people's money, um, which is what you and uh, Dave have, teach and preach. And we did it and um, bought those two properties. And then we looked at our mortgage broker at the time and he said, you're done. You cannot buy anymore. (laughs) I said, no, but we need to, we want to. (laughs) Right. Right. We we don't, we don't accept no. (laughs) So our last property um, granted, I I thought we were going to have to give, our firstborn child with how much that we had to give and give and give for paperwork and all that kind of good stuff to finalize this mortgage deal. Um, I said, there's gotta be a better way. Like we can't go through this again on all this paperwork. And so through your program um, we've networked with quite a few different people. Nice. And yes. And it's been so valuable that way. Your
0: network is your net worth. And uh, until you realize how much that, really makes a difference in in your journey and in, and whether you're a real estate investor or anything else, having a strong network. And it is so helpful to be able to, to text somebody saying, what should I do with this? Or exactly. to just have uh, somebody maybe to lend you money or somebody to tell you about their business structure or just help you out in so many ways. And I, I, it's certainly been part of our journey as well as to find those people who who are in the business, who's either been there before or are willing to be an accountability partner. Now, OPM, so other people's money. And I know that a lot of listeners are going, (laughs) how did she do it? What's, you know, OPM, how did you do it? So there's, I know there's different ways that, that, that we show how to do OPM. How did you do it? Was it seller financing? Was it promissory notes?
1: It was promissory
0: notes. That awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And for the, our listeners who don't know what promissory notes are, essentially, it's a contractual agreement where a person determines X amount of d- money that they're going to lend you at a predetermined rate at a predetermined amount of time. So that's amazing. That's fantastic. That's great. And it's a true and win with the lenders. Yes. Um, that's fantastic. That's great. And are you hoping that the lenders, once you repay them back, that they'll, lo- they'll be repeat customers? <laughs>
1: Yes, and it looks like um already we probably will get repeat customers out of it. So it's a good thing. And even now that um we're more vocal about it, um that is one of our goals to be more in the social media and get active and get um a website done. So that's our short term goals that we're working on now. Um, but it's proving to be the more we talk about it and even we were out um, last night looking at a property again. And uh, in talking with a real estate agent and, you know, all that kind of good stuff, we found there's more potential money that people, you know, that he said, hey, you know, I know somebody now that I, you know, we can connect with. And it's like, wow, that's great. You know, so it's getting that word out there and people understanding what we're doing and having confidence.
0: Right. And and I love that. Now, this is not easy for everyone. And even ourselves, before we were nowhere to be fine on, on social media, now we're all over, but however, yeah. you know, rewind some years ago, we were nowhere, we were very, very secretive. Now, how are you finding this transition from not maybe perhaps being more secretive about your what you're doing and now, preparing a website where anybody can Google you and find you and starting to do podcasts and, and putting yourself out there for others to you. How are you dealing with that getting out of your comfort zone? Because I know that is a struggle for for a lot of people who, who want to do this, but they they're shy or they, they just they want to keep their information more private. How are you pushing through that and why did you make the decision to to move forward?
1: Well, it's, it is difficult for me because actually, in all honesty, um, a few years back, I decided to cut myself out of social media um, because of all of the uh, research and everything else, especially I have teenage girls and being always on social media and, you know, it's not good for your health. So I looked at it as it's not good for my health and I dropped social media <laughs> and now coming back and um, my husband luckily never to drop it like I did <laughs> um, but now it, it's difficult for me because I keep thinking like it's in a sense it's not good for me but I need it for my business so and that's the hurdle I'm overcoming right now and and my husband and I just had this conversation the other night and I said it's difficult for me because I I've seen what it does to kids and I don't want to be that parent saying no you get off social media but hey, I got my whole thing going on here. <laughs> right, right, right. So, and that's a struggle for me.
0: Right, um, right. I think, I guess the difference is that you're using it for business exactly purposes, it. not just for...
1: exactly right. it. Right. Yes. Yes. Good.
0: Now, did you get any naysayers putting yourself out there a little bit? Have you? Because I certainly had a lot of naysayers yes. throughout my career. <laughs> um, and I think there's. I remember when I realized that this was a thing. That yes, you're. If the more you're up there, the more naysayers you're going to get. It, it mm-hmm. kind of comes with the territory. And I remember hearing when I first heard somebody else that this happens to them as well, and realizing, oh, okay, it's not just a Melanie thing. Yeah. <laughs> <It's laughs> so did that happen to you yet? And how did yes. you? overcome it? Because I know the first time I was very upset. So (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) Um, absolutely. I mean, even closer friends of ours saying, how in the world would you ever do that? And that's impossible. And you can't do that. You can't achieve that. Um, Luckily, my um, My personality is don't tell me I can't do something because I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) I love that.
0: I love that. Strong woman. Amazing.
1: (laughs) And so um, it it was difficult. But in the same token, I looked at it as fuel to my fire. You can't tell me what I can't do because you're going to see that I can do it.
0: (laughs) Amazing. I love that. Good for you. That's fantastic. Great. So you have some properties, you're building your website, any other plans for for 2021? Are you hoping to purchase more properties or you're focusing more on setting up your your business?
1: Um, Setting up our our business for sure. Uh, We're looking at actually right now the incorporation piece of it. Um, We're trying to figure that out on what's best for us Um, and who uh, will best represent us in doing that. So our accounting and And the the network that we were provided, um, it looks like we may not even uh, utilize people within our community. Uh, We reached out. We're not so as happy, but we've reached out to other communities. um, And everything is so online and virtual that it's it's amazing who we're connecting with. And they're more like minded. They more have our interests at heart. Right. Than other people so we're being very picky right now but with good reason um so but more properties um also we're actually um looking at uh, u.s properties and oh that's fantastic yeah. <laughs> Oh,
0: yay! that's great that's great
1: so jennifer and francois part of the mentorship group as well um we've been speaking with them and um learning that they're getting into that market and what great things there are so we've been uh utilizing their resources to, uh, the, the
0: power of your network <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's great great so you're going to be getting out of your comfort and it never ends right as with growth you always have to get out of your comfort zone so it sounds like you're going to be doing um exactly that this year so so that's amazing so mm-hmm. i have a couple last questions for you yes. Before we wrap up the session here, um, what advice, if you could go back to your younger (laughs) self, you're still, you're still very young, um, but if you could go back to your younger self and you're just getting started, what would you, what advice would you give yourself?
1: I I would say we should have been in the real, when my husband said five years ago, we should have been in the real estate market. We should have been in it 10 years ago. Like when when we were first starting out in our lives, we were we didn't know how to do it. We were scared. We didn't know how to make the first step. Uh, once we did that first leap, that's what we needed to do. So don't be afraid to take that first leap, and don't wait till tomorrow. I mean, you're going to miss out on properties. You're going to miss on opportunities, and I know we did. And um, it's a regret now, but we can. But what, what we've learned since then, we can speed up our process and get things more now.
0: <laughs> right. That's great. That's great yeah. advice. The perfect time is is now and not letting yeah. the, the fear and just yeah. creating the time because we the time never you never just have that extra time. You just really have to make it a priority and make that, that time. So that's that's some great advice. Um, second question, what's the number one tip you'd give someone who wants to get started in real estate? So whether they're in their 20s or their 60s, it doesn't matter. You know, if they want to get started, they're starting to see the value of it. What's your number one tip for them?
1: I think grow your network. Um, find people that can help you along the way and getting into, um, well, your program, it was fantastic for us um, that we were able to pull off of what your knowledge was, but a lot of other people within the network. Um, And it's surprising even in the network that um, we ended up going out to different mortgage brokers um, within what the network had, um, you know, gave us. And um, one mortgage broker said, well, you single dwelling homes, you're you you can't move on that way. Um, But we reached out to another one and said, go for it. I have I have what you need to finance this. So even in within the networks, don't stop when somebody says no, because there there is a way somewhere and you're going to find it.
0: I love that. I love I love that because I'm a big person. Never tell me it can't be done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe we don't know how and
0: maybe you're not the right person. But there's always a way and it's just a matter of, of either finding somebody who does it or asking somebody in your network and pushing forward so that's amazing um, wow thank you so much for, for being on uh, my show today and sharing um, your journey it's been fantastic now if I know that you're currently building your website do you currently have if somebody wants to find you on social media or do you have how's the best way to, to get in contact with you
1: So we're building that and we're picking a name actually. So we're in the process of that and we actually have our kids involved in even trying to select a name. Oh, I love that. That's (laughs) fantastic. That's great. They're actually wanting to even invest in us and eventually own properties themselves. So yes, they're learning.
0: They're learning too. (laughs) It's the gift that keeps on giving, right? You're creating your own freedom, but you're also preparing them for their future and helping them generational wealth. That's fantastic. And if ever somebody um, wants this, podcast is released. Uh, maybe by then you'll have the name yes. and we'll be able to attach it. So if anybody has any questions and you're listening or you're watching this pos- podcast, just comment below and I'll be able to uh, to give you some more details on where you can find um, Leanne Nicholson. So thank you so much. Uh, you're an action taker. Congratulations you. on your amazing success. I can't wait to continue to see what you do um, this year as
1: well. Perfect. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank okay, you. For bye for now. Me. Bye-bye. What a great chat
0: with Leanne. I love that she's involving her children. There's so much power in that alone, um, in the branding and getting them to help with renovations and so much more. So thank you so much Leanne. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to give me a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel because we release new videos every week. And if you want to watch another interview that I've done, make sure to check out this next video. I'm Mel and I'll see you there.